Chapter 22 of The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter 22 victor's terrific struggle with the night watchman although jemmy aroused the suspicion of the managers of the insane asylum concerning victor juno and miss lucinda armington's incarceration they nevertheless did not for one moment suspicion that he had done anything to aid the escape of dr juno the only thing then that was to be done was to silence jemmy from spreading the news neither were they certain that jemmy knew of the imprisonment of these reported elopists the physician-in-chief did not believe would not believe that jemmy could be unfaithful to him or to the welfare of the asylum moreover he had no access to any of the secret cells to ascertain who was therein confined how then could he know anything about it deacon rob stew said he arrested jemmy because george and william told him of a plot which would greatly injure the asylum and he came to the conclusion that it was nothing long or short of an expose of the incarceration of dr juno and miss armington and what confirmed his suspicions was that jemmy pat o'connor and judy mccrae were very intimate friends moreover when pat and judy came to the asylum in a rage threatening to expose the whole ting what other opinion could a guilty man arrive at except that there was a knowledge afloat of the inner workings of this holy institution the physician-in-chief requested that an investigation should be made forthwith in fact jemmy should receive a secret trial by the brotherhood and if found guilty should speedily be convicted in the court of sessions before a certain pious judge who belongs to the bloody clique and who would rule out any evidence that would be favorable to jemmy misconstrue the law and sentence him for life to the penitentiary whilst the secret trial of jemmy took place the time arrived for dr victor juno to make his escape precisely at midnight dr juno tied the rope around his stalwart form and taking his cold chisel in one hand and the hammer in the other he quietly opened the unbolted doors of his cell and in a moment stood in the corridor without a thought of being unsuccessful in making good his escape but he had to do some dreadful work before he was on free soil he walked up a short flight of winding stairs but his progress was impeded by a huge iron door what to do was a puzzle because it was so dark that he could not see anything nor could he detect any bolt lock or hinges to this door and it was utterly impossible to hew down the same he however tried to find a place by which his cold chisel might be used to pry it open still all attempts proved a failure now what should he do he placed his ear to the keyhole which was the only aperture he could find and listened but all was quiet he then soliloquized thus i have gained a great point in getting out of my dungeon 
but how to make my way out of this corridor is more than i know which is in itself a perfect prison i shall not be expected here much less does any one but jemmy dream that i have these implements of destruction in my possession truly i might wait here until morning and when the keeper comes could easily dispatch him but i do not desire to become a murderer but wait i have it i'll prepare this rope by cutting it into pieces with this chisel and as soon as the keeper opens the door i'll grab and bind him but if he attempts to create a noise i'll be compelled to dispatch him like a bullock but i shall tell him first to be silent when i won't harm a hair on his head but should there be two or three of them together what then will best be done i have it surely i will knock them all dumb with this flat coal chisel and before they will be able to come to i will have them bound hand and foot and if i can shall lock them in this corridor still i have nothing wherewith to gag them and they might scream loud enough to attract others to aid them ha i have got it i'll drag them into my dungeon and bolt the door on them that is if i can find the key to it i'll go and see if there is any key in either door or if there are any means of fastening the same without a key here it is an outside bolt i will now return and wait behind the stair door until morning but why could i not create some noise to arouse the night watchman he might not be far away and without hesitation unbolt the door to see what was wrong i'll try a deep distant moan by ventriloquism as if some dungeon prisoners were very ill and if this fail i'll increase the sounds until i shall bring some one or more he now groaned in a deep voice through the keyhole and in a moment he heard someone approach the door who seemed to listen for a few minutes when he repeated his moan throwing it into his cell this caused the night watchman to unbolt the huge iron door when he went directly toward juno's dungeon and opening the feed slide placed his ear evidently to it to listen to the groans now was dr juno's time to quiet his keeper but he first quietly took the key which the latter let remain in the outside of the stair door and placed it inside of the lock closed the door bolted it and pocketed the key then he quietly went in the direction of his dungeon and before he knew what he was about he struck his head against the keepers and quick as lightning they grappled but being somewhat feeble found that he had a pretty good match in the diminutive keeper they scuffled about the place in a most terrible manner one moment one being on the top and the next minute the other until victor juno got his hand into the long hair of his antagonist when the keeper asked for mercy victor juno could not continue to punish his victim uselessly and as he felt nearly done over himself said if i let you loose will you promise me to be docile and perfectly quiet i mean make no noise certainly i will responded the keeper but he was no sooner loose than he made for the stair door thinking i shall lock you devil or lunatic up until you can be secured but oh horror the lunatic had locked the door of exit and what could he do 
but face the demon or scream for help victor juno heard him scramble for the door when he said in a low tone sir you are not as good as your word therefore i shall be under the disagreeable necessity of compelling you to be silent the poor trembling keeper interposed what do you want me to do sir i want your promise to keep silent and come over here and sit quietly down on the floor until daylight said victor juno in a commanding and stern voice which thrilled the scared victim and although he had no weapon of defence with him he nevertheless ejaculated if you come near me again i will shoot or stab you i have both a revolver and a dirk ready for action indeed sir then i shall be compelled to beat your brains out with the huge hammer which i hold in my hand so you see the two can play at this little game exclaimed victor juno tell me who are you and what do you want you seem to be sane said the keeper yes sir i fear that i am too sane and powerful for you but who and what i am or want here can be no affair of yours this night so you better obey my orders when not a hair on your head shall be harmed kindly responded victor juno great god he's mad thought the poor victim and said aloud did you bolt this door yes sir i did and have the key of it in my possession replied victor juno and continued earnestly i say will you obey me speak and act or i'll send you swift as lightning into the next world this caused the half-frightened keeper to scream murder when victor made one leap in the direction of the voice and struck him in the temple with his fist which caused him to reel and spin like a top thus victor juno sent his victim away into the dark corridor beyond his reach therefore he began to fish and reach for the sickened and scared watchman cautiously dreading the pistol or dirk of which he spoke after searching for several minutes victor listened with ears and mouth wide open when he heard the keeper breathe cautiously he neared the breathing apparatus and when he was sure he was within the distance of arm's length he reached for his throat whilst he managed to grab him simultaneously by the shoulder and reeled him around and with lightning velocity grasped his arms by the elbows and forced them together when he took a piece of rope and bound them securely and said now sir i think your pistol and dirk won't avail you much and i implore you to give them to me or i'll handle you very roughly furiously exclaimed victor juno i have neither pistol nor dirk stammered the victim then i'll send you to my cell and no sooner said that he moved him along the corridor to where victor's cell door was and opening it ushered him uncouthly forth into the cell and closed and bolted the same end of chapter twenty two recording by john brandon